Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Check us out at comicweb.com. The Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of the old movie cliffhanger serials. You can find them on our website or just type Comic Web into iTunes and they should pop up. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Presenting the transcription feature, Superman! Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Yes, it's Superman! Strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman, who can leap tall buildings at a single bound, race a speeding bullet to its target, bend steel in his bare hands, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle for truth and justice. But before we join Superman, listen. And now to our story. As you remember, young Jimmy Olsen was near death from having eaten a piece of poison candy. But Kent, as Superman, flew out over the Pacific Ocean and brought back the one doctor who knew enough about the nature of the oriental poison in the candy to save Jimmy's life. With that done, Kent set about to discover who was responsible for sending the candy to Lois Lane. Obviously, it was intended not for Jimmy, but for Lois and himself. Suspecting that Mex Heller, the foreign espionage agent, is still alive and had something to do with the deadly gift, Kent decides to let him think he has accomplished his purpose. And a story to the effect that Clark Kent and Lois Lane met death appears in the Daily Planet. But unknown to Kent, the poison candy was sent by the strange, mysterious leader of an oriental spy ring known as the Leopard Woman. Heller, who is alive, has associated himself with the Leopard Woman and her olive-skinned henchmen. As our story continues today, Kent has decided to visit the abandoned factory where Max Heller and his gang were first rounded up in the hope of finding a clue to the mystery. Perry White, editor of the Daily Planet, has insisted on accompanying him. Darkness has fallen as Kent, at the wheel, leaves the lights of the city behind. What do you expect to find at this deserted factory, Kent? Well, there's no telling. I meant to get back there the day after we rounded up Heller's gang of agents with that box of poison candy messed things up. Oh, for heaven's sake, don't mention poison candy to me. I tell you, those few hours waiting around the hospital last night took ten years off my life. And why? Why? Because Jimmy Olsen couldn't resist popping a piece of candy into his mouth. Well, you're not being quite fair, Mr. White. After all, it's no crime to take a piece of candy when it's offered you. The box wasn't sent to Jimmy, it was sent to Lois. You might have eaten some of it. I might have. We're just lucky, that's all. But that part of it's done and passed. Jimmy will be a pretty sick kid for a few weeks, but he'll pull through. Kent, I'd give $5,000 to get my hands around the neck of whoever sent that candy. $5,000 in cash. I've never wanted to commit murder before. It'll be a pleasure in this case. Major Campbell said the candy was made in Japan, didn't he? The candy or the box or both. It's a typical yellow trick. No white man would stoop that low. My blood boils when I think of it. Don't you worry. Whoever's responsible will pay with interest. I'm supposed to be dead, but when I meet up with the sender of that candy, I'll be a pretty live ghost. You can count on it. What does that signpost say? Wait, I'll slow down. Uh, Twin Forks. Uh, six miles. Uh-huh. Uh, this is the road, all right. 
We'll be there in 20 minutes. Meanwhile, at the abandoned factory six miles away, Max Heller and his new companion in crime, the mysterious leopard woman, have descended to the basement and are moving slowly along a pitch-black corridor guided by the beam of light from an electric torch in Heller's hand. Their destination is the underground hangar where Heller has stored his ingenious folding wing plane. As they reach the end of the corridor, they stop, and Heller opens a heavy wooden trap in the floor. I had better go down first. The ladder is not very strong. Is it necessary for me to go with you? All we wish to do is to destroy the plane so that it will be of no use to anyone. I want you to see it first. Perhaps you might change your mind about destroying it. There's nothing like it in this country. I have told you many times, my friend, nothing is of value unless you have use for it. But we waste precious time. I will follow you. Very well. Be careful coming down this ladder. Have you enough light? Yes. Easy, one step at a time. There, that's fine. Where is the plane? One moment. I'll turn on a light. Wait. A light will be sealed. No, this hangar is completely sealed. This build of concrete. Uh, there we are. Is that strange object the plane? Yes. Ready to take off. You see how the wings fall back against the fuselage. Like those of a bird pressed against its body. What is that machinery behind it? That is the catapulting mechanism necessary to shoot the plane into the air. It works on the same principle used in a rocket, except that the energy required to send the plane up is compressed air rather than gunpowder. If I were to open this valve, that energy would build up, and in less than 30 seconds, there would be sufficient pressure to send the plane hurtling into the heavens. But you say this place is sealed. Those iron doors at the far end swing back. We would have entered the hangars that way, except that they are bolted from the inside. It's all quite amazing. These planes, they are being used in the war. Experimentally. Soon the sky will be black with them. They can be launched from the deck of a ship, from a railroad car, from almost any place. Now, do you wish to see it destroyed? There is no other way. The loss is as nothing compared to having it come into the hands of our enemies. Can it be burned so that no trace of it will exist? Nothing that can be copied. Yes, I suppose so. Then let us proceed with it at once. I do not like being caught in underground passages. It makes me uneasy. There's no danger of being caught down here. Only three people in the world know of the existence of... Wait! I hear voices. Voices? Listen. All in heaven's name, you expect to find anything down here, sir? What is it? Who is it? I don't know, but they're right above us. One of them spoke your name. I heard it. And something else, too. What? One was addressed as Kent. You must be mistaken. The voices were muffled. I heard it clearly. Don't be a fool. Kent is dead. Yes. Of course he is dead. Of course. You think perhaps it may be his ghost. <laughs> why do you suggest anything like that? <laughs> Shall I tell you why? Because you are quaking with fear. Because your teeth are chattering as though in a dry, empty skull. No, that's true. Quiet, you fool. Listen to me. Open the iron door. That's right. We'll use the plane to escape. Quickly. 
do as I say. Yes. Now open. Ah, they're open all the way. Now I'll start building air pressure. Wait. This plane operates like all others? Yes. When the wings open, the motors start automatically. A child could fly it. Shall I open the valve? Open it. It takes 30 seconds to build up. So you said. Now, open the door of the plane. Hurry. There's not much time. There is time enough for me. That is the pilot seat. Take the one behind. I will be piloting the plane. I am in the proper place. What do you mean? I am leaving you behind, Helen. You are a coward, and I have no use for cowardice. No. You are joking with me. It is no joke. Stand back and close the door. This little pearl-handled revolver I am pointing at you is no toy. No. Let me in. Stand back, I said. No. No. Don't. What was that? It sounded like a shot. Thought I heard a man scream. Wait a minute, listen. Someone's moaning. Throw the light on the floor. It's coming from below us. Right. I, I think it is. What? There's a trap door. Keep the light down. I'll open it. All right. Why, it's an underground room. All lit up. Well, who's moaning? A man on the floor. Wait, I'll go down first. Watch this ladder, Mr. White. It's shaky. Right. Be careful. The bottom rung's broken. I'm all right. Easy now. Step down. Hey, who's the man, Kent? I don't know. I'll have to turn him over. Great Scott. It's Max Heller. Sure. No question about it. He's been shot in the chest. Leopard. What? Leopard. He's trying to say something. Leopard. Sounds like leopard. Haven't we better get him to a doctor, Kent? I'm afraid it's too late. His pulse is weak. He can't last much longer. Woman. Leopard. He's talking again. Leopard woman. Major Campbell mentioned a female spy known as the Leopard Woman. Wait, let's sit him up. It may help him. Okay, against the wall. Easy. Uh, Wait a minute. Careful. Uh, uh, there we are. Uh, his lips are getting pale. Yes, he's in bad shape. Heller. Heller. Now look, Kent. His eyes are opening. He's conscious. Heller, listen to me. No. No. No, that poison. Who shot you, Heller? Go away. Go away. Not until you tell me who shot you. You've got to tell me. Heller, you've got to. Heller. Dead. No. In a coma. I think we'll be able to get him to a hospital, Mr. White. We'll make an attempt anyway. There may be just a slim chance of keeping him alive. And if we can, we'll have the key to the mystery. You get the car started. I'll carry him. You don't have to climb the ladder. Go out that way. Hurry, will you? Are you sure you can handle him alone? Yes, he's light. Okay. okay. Be careful, Kent. Be careful. I'll have a tough time explaining this to Mr. White, but the car's too slow. I can get him to the hospital much faster. As Superman. And every second counts. Up with him. There. Mr. White can't see me from where I parked the car. Fortunately, the night is pitch black. Up! Up! And away! Knowing full well that the chances of keeping Heller alive for a million to one, Superman nonetheless streaks toward Metropolis with the unconscious man in his arms, once again battling death with all the amazing abilities at his disposal. If Max Heller lives... The desire for vengeance alone will force him to expose the leopard woman and her yellow-skinned henchmen. What will happen? Don't forget to be with us again for the next episode in this thrill-packed story. Tune in and listen. We're the Superman. Don't forget, 
Tune in again for the next thrilling episode with Superman. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine. <laughs> <laughs>